There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Michael Reed on LMFM. The Julianstown and District Community Association is hosting a public meeting this Wednesday in the Glenside Hotel. It's to protest about the worsening traffic situation in Julianstown and indeed the wider East Meath area as the campaign for a bypass of Julianstown steps up a gear. Marie Kearns paid a visit to the village where these locals told her about the concerns that they have. There's no question it's a huge concern. My children and I, we walk to school every day and it's such a busy road. I'm always afraid they're going to trip and fall onto the road and the amount of cars. I wouldn't dream of letting them on a bike on the road. It's just too much traffic. It's throughout the day. Afternoon time, trying to turn to get down towards Drogheda. I'm sitting there and sitting there. I've waited 10, 15 minutes to try and get out onto the main road. And it's just crazy. It's all day, every day incredible the level of traffic nobody ever wants to spend the money involved and they consider the m1 is our bypass but it's not our bypass because you've got all the people coming from south Drogheda, um east meath coming from bestown late and mornington there's a huge area and there's just more and more houses growing all the time and we're fortunate that we're within walking distance so we walk a kilometer to the school each day um, but there are days where it's just too wet and i can't have them sitting in the classroom wet so we have to go in the car and it takes forever it's unreal it is faster for us to walk kilometer than it is to drive now that's ridiculous that shouldn't be happening but at the same time my kids are getting great exercise so that's a positive but not everybody's close enough to do that and so the frustration for everybody who have to sit in that traffic is just you know i just feel for them it's awful we need to get the bypass in as soon as possible just the traffic every morning it's like an hour each way same in the evenings um my house is just off the main road so thousands of cars every day running by just crazy for such a small little village people speeding through it at night it's the opposite way um, so anything to get the traffic away from the, from the village would be great you, you think you're in the middle of Dublin um, with the traffic some mornings like I said I've often taken 45 minutes to get from one side of the village to the other coming home in the evening or leaving in the morning so anything would be better than, uh, than what it is now Residents of Julianstown and County Meath brought their campaign for a bypass to Leinster House in recent weeks when they appeared before the Oireachtas Transport Committee Locals there have had enough They are fed up of the estimated 22,000 vehicles that clog up and choke up their village passing through every day. Neve Bandley-Lynchy is chairperson of the Julianstown and District Community Association and says the committee is prepared to do whatever it takes to secure the bypass, including legal action if necessary. As well as the traffic, right, you also have air pollution. You have noise pollution. And at this stage, we actually have an air monitoring 
control system in Julianstown was recently installed by ourselves. Uh, we have it on loan from someone and UCC in Cork are very kindly going to interpret the findings for us. And then we will have our ammunition to go ahead if nothing is forthcoming from the Department of Transport. Where are you going to go with that if nothing is forthcoming? Well, it'll be the EU. We will have to approach them if nothing is forthcoming from this country. I think that that is the only way forward then. At the moment, we're a tiny little regional road and yet we're the 16th busiest in the country. We have 22,000 vehicles going through Julianstown every single day and the TII, which is over transport for the country, they say that for that type of traffic we should have a dual carriageway. Now, you can't put a a dual carriageway through Julianstown like the bridge there it used to ferry horse and carts across the bridge 200 years ago it's still the same bridge so we need a bypass it's extremely dangerous uh, you know for the children going to school trying, especially with the school bill going on they have to cross the road three times to get into school so how long are you prepared to wait or what's your next step well Meath County Council have sent in what is called an appraisal now they sent it in last December and they still never got a reply back from the Department of Transport. So the department actually were a little bit, the representatives there were a little bit taken aback that there was no response to their appraisal. And they have now agreed the next step, which is another survey, and that will be done on where the traffic is coming from, where the traffic is going to, and that will take another 9 to 12 months. But it's the next step on the ladder. Like you look at Slane Bypass, it's taking forever, the RD one, I think, has been put back on hold. But it's up to the Department of Transport to come along, find the funds. Eastmead is going to come to a halt. If you, if, if you are very ill and you have a blocked artery, what do you do? You go to hospital and you fix it. You don't keep on letting it build up until the whole Eastmead and South Drada comes to a standstill. Uh, there's something like 18,000 houses still at planning hours, still about to be built over the next so many years. Where are they going to go? What roads are they going to use? Well, I have to say I experienced uh, the backlog myself this morning. I left LMFM, come down the Dunor Road, up the Dublin Road, past Grange Rath, and then suddenly past the Glenside Hotel, there was the traffic queue in front of me and I came to a standstill. And I was at a standstill a couple of times and then snail pace moving into the village so it took me as long to get into the village as it did to get to that stage past the Glenside so it must be very frustrating at peak times and you say the traffic was lighter this morning it was light this morning yeah actually you did very well but if you're a pedestrian and you want to cross the road it's there are two pedestrian crossings and they're 1.2 kilometers between the dis is the distance between each one so if you're a mother with a child and you want to cross the road or an elderly person trying to cross the road, you're going to either try and get across in between the traffic or else you have a long walk ahead of you. Some people might say it's already bypassed with the M1. The M1, no. The M1 is about 35,000 vehicles per day. We're at 22,000. I don't see no bypass at this stage. We need another road. And a lot of people probably come through Julianstown to access the M1. Yeah, of course. Well, if you're living in South Drogheda or Eastmead, you're hardly going to go back up the Denor Road to get back out, to get out onto the M1. You're going to come the shortest route, which is through Julianstown. The noise alone, like your house shakes when the traffic is going by at speed. In the morning time, it's very, very slow. Nobody can move anywhere. But once the traffic is gone, 
at peak time, once peak time is over, then it speeds up and it's just zoom, zoom, zoom. Your house rattles, your windows shake and you can't hear yourself talking inside in your house. The sense of frustration was apparent amongst those dropping children off at White Cross School in Julianstown on Friday morning. I live about five minutes walk from the school but I couldn't let my children walk or walk down because there's no paths so there's no way to there's nowhere to get here other than really to drive because it's just so dangerous. So I mean it, I think it has to be looked at. The, like Juniontown Village is a tiny village. There's like a pub and a shop and that's it. And there's just a, such a volume. It's like the outskirts of Dublin now. It's really become like so it, it really has to be looked at I think and safety has to be for the children as priority. I leave Grange Rat at 10 past 8 and I don't get to Juniontown till 20 to 9. When you hit Smithstown you're goosed. It's just like it should be bypassed. And this morning alone, there were six lorries ahead of me. Yeah, six lorries, one after the other. They shouldn't even be on that road. And like they're after, like as I said, going back in now is okay. But the traffic coming out every day. I if I don't leave at ten past eight, forget about it. The kids are late. Afraid for the kids. The traffic is just atrocious. I don't see why we don't have a, a bypass. It's so bad. There's going to be a very bad accident. An absolutely humongous accident out there. It's diabolical really at the minute. I live on the Laytown Road and it currently takes me forever to get out from the Laytown Road up until the Dublin Road. Like I saw that today. Yeah. You're just relying on the good of people. Especially if it's bumper to bumper that's one thing because people can't move so they generally let you out but if it's a fairly steady stream you could be sitting there for 10 minutes. I've often had to turn left go in up the Delic Road and go in through Baymore just because it's a hell of a lot easier than sitting waiting in the traffic for 15 minutes trying to get through. And if you're walking from say the lime kiln up to the other side of Julianstown. There's a stretch of road just before the bridge that there is no footpath. You are literally walking in people's front gardens to get through. And I have a dog and trying to walk the dog. I have to. The dog needs to go in front and I need to go behind the dog. So God forbid a lorry or something comes like that and the dog gets spooked. It's a nightmare. So basic daily enjoyments like walking your dog is severely curtailed because of the traffic and the volume of it coming through the village. Yeah, because I normally would bring her through there at the old church to go for a walk. There's nowhere to cross the road. There is a cross road up outside the crash. But sure, if you cross the road up there, there's no footpath on that other side of the road. So you have to cross the road at the bridge where there is traffic constantly coming down. There's no footpath for you to pull in. And it's, it's, it's so dangerous. It's just, it's not enjoyable to bring my dog for a walk. So do you think it's time for the government to give serious attention to a bypass? Absolutely. Like, I don't see why I need to bring my dog out to Ardgillen or to Oldbridge to go for a walk when I've got plenty of walkways here that cannot be used because of the terrible road situation. Residents in Julianstown venting their frustration with Marie Kerr in that report and to just to remind you the Community Association is holding a public meeting in the Glenside Hotel at 8 o'clock this coming Wednesday evening. Michael, Michael Reed on, on LMFM. LMFM.